This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. And we are in Durham, North Carolina at the Friction Party, coming to you live from our hotel room. On the floor. On the floor for the second episode in a row. (laughs) Um, And we're here with Daphne and uh, Daddy Mike. And if you guys uh, have followed us on TikTok and um, followed us, our story, you've you've probably seen Daphne and, and Daddy Mike and some of the TikToks and in other things, but we're sitting down with them. They came to the hotel takeover, the Friction Hotel takeover with us, and we're going to sit down and tell a little bit of, of their story. Um, so if, if you guys want to start and just tell us uh, a little bit about yourselves, maybe where you're from and how long you've been married and any, any information like that you feel like sharing, we'd be happy to hear it. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Way to throw it out there. I mean, just throw it out there. I'm Daphne. <laughs> Really? Yes. I'm married to Daddy Mike. That's and, me. And um, we've been married to almost two years. It'll be two years in July. It's only been that long? Yep. Okay. You're going to so. be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like a little backstory so so people can know before we jump right in. We've known them for a while. A lot of the people that we've interviewed here or talked to, um, we've met through TikTok or more recently. We've known y'all for a few years before yeah. we married, yeah, actually. before both of us Paradise were married, Valley. yeah. So we met them. Was it SDC or SLS? I can't SLS, remember. I SLS, and then we all hooked up at. Yeah, Valley. so we um, we went to Paradise Valley, which is in George- Dawsonville, Georgia. It is a nudist colony. They also have a lifestyle club, and so we all met there and hung out, and we've just stayed friends. Yeah, all these years. Yep, mm-hmm. it's been cool. Yeah. yeah, good time. You know. Yeah. So. So tell us about yourselves. How did you meet? Start there. So we met online. We mm-hmm. met on a dating site. Zeus. Um, Zeus is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, is that like a like a vanilla like a regular? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I just, I've never heard of yeah. it. Yeah. So I didn't know. Is it like Tinder or is it more like Match? No, it's, it's more like, like a Match. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's yeah. more legitimate. Like I didn't Not swipe. I didn't swipe to find like, her. You're uh, looking for love. Looking right. for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny story about that though. Um, I had kind of been on and off that site after my divorce and um, because, you know, you get a lot of just yeah guys yeah. just kind of, you know, oh, you're beautiful. You're, you know, I love your eyes, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 that kind of thing. And so it, it kind of get aggravating because you get, get on there and you'd have like 200 comments from guys and they were all the same thing. Yeah. All the same thing. You know, no real... Substance. Substance. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. I'd have get on and I'd have like three comments. <laughs> so. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop messaging me. How did you find me on Facebook? <laughs> so um, his, and I don't know how it happened because I was in Tennessee and he was in Georgia. And I thought that I'd had the um, location, you mm-hmm. know, set for just a Tennessee area. I changed my name. That's why I found you. (laughs) Can we mute him? (laughs) Um, But anyway, so um, he, his picture just started scrolling up. I kept seeing him and I don't know why it was, it was random. It was fate. It was fate. So um, I kept looking at him and, um, you know, I would go a little bit and look at him again. And he came across one day on my message and he's the only guy that actually said something funny that, you know, he, he said, are you going to keep looking at me? Are you going to say hello? <laughs> kind of like Forrest Gump with that <laughs> waving <laughs> visual. 
Hi, so, I'm here. Like knowing him, <laughs> I can here. totally see him yes. saying that. That's really funny. Right. So he totally, of course, caught my attention. And um, I, so I met, I don't know how I messaged him back, but uh, we, we started talking and that's, that's how we met. And he's the only one on that, that site I talked to. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm still around. Yep. He's still around. I might keep him. <laughs> <laughs> then we got married. So, so yeah. how did, so were either of you in the lifestyle before meeting each other? I was like kind of briefly, um, Somebody um, I had met before, just kind of a couple months, just a couple brief, so you like, know, one house party, and oh, okay. that was it. So not, you were with a, another person, not like a single male? No, I'm, I'm not usually with single males. No. No. <laughs> no, no. So you went to parties with single males, or you, you were dating somebody that was in the No, lifestyle? no, I, I dated, and we kind of dabbled in it. And, gotcha. Okay. But then I moved on. Okay. To better things. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, so who brought up the lifestyle and how soon did that happen? Because you've only been married for two years, so did it happen pretty quickly? It was or? pretty quick. Yeah. Because we, we were pretty open about, you know, because I'd been married for 22 years. So, um, and it was not a good relationship sexually at all. It was just not. So, um, once we were divorced, you know, I was really... Looking yeah. forward to you were having like a little ho face. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, okay. You know. We all do it. So <laughs> it happens. Um, so I'll he, support it. <laughs> he kind of asked. You know, we we had conversations about what our fantasies look like, mm-hmm. or what we would like to do, or what made us excited. Um, and it was more him kind of leading the way. Um, I think the second weekend we met, I made her dress up in a Daisy Duke outfit and meet me at the hotel. <laughs> he did. He did. I was like mortified, but um, that's hot though. So we we started talking about fantasies and things like that, and I think I'm the one that said first. Well, I think I would like to have sex in front of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. How we kind of then we started. just kind of went from there, and I knew I knew a few of the sites and. So we just kind of looked at stuff, and then we found Paradise Valley, and uh, we went there one night and mm-hmm. kind of played together. And it's I fun. think, yeah, I was no, about to say, can I tell the truth? You weren't. This was not. No, when but we the met first you. person that you had sex with mm-hmm. after y'all got married was me. Yes, it was. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Sorry, mom. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I, I kind of like that title. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> even to back that, you know, just because we know your story a little bit. So you were married for 22 years, but mm-hmm. it, you grew up pretty conservative in a conservative household. Was sex something that was talked about? Did you always have fantasies? Did you ever dabble with, you know, making out with more than one guy? Or did you ever threesomes or anything like that before? It, it's so funny that you asked that because I did grow up in a very conservative family. Um, my dad's a, a pastor. And I mean... I think that his view of sex is you should enjoy it, but it wasn't like stuff that you experiment with. Mm-hmm. It was you do this to make babies, to make babies, but uh-huh. they could, they, yeah. Um, but more or less just because that's what you're supposed to do to stay connected. There wasn't like, they only believe in missionary style and like, mm-hmm. you know, there was no yeah, other extra stuff. Um, so that's kind of how we grew up, you know, just thinking mm-hmm. it was just pretty vanilla. So, um, and would you say, I, I'm assuming based on your comment earlier, your marriage was also pretty. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But for other re- for other reasons, I mean, yeah. he, I had a really bad, um, view of this kind of thing just because I was hurt very on early on in our relationship by him mm-hmm. being, um, secretive and, yeah. you know, looking at stuff when he, you know, and not telling me about it. And so I would just find it yeah. and, you know, I would just be mortified, mm-hmm. you know, cause all of the thoughts that I think that a lot of women that don't truly understand a lot of this now get in their head and think you're not enough. You're not enough. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think, I think the big thing is which Daphne's saying is that it was not consensual with her and yeah. it was in secretive. Yeah. And it was what, secretive. what we have going on is very open, very yeah. consensual. And we talk and we discuss and we, 
set the boundaries and the parameters and right. well, and, and it's something we talk about often. It, it, it's not like even if you're a, you know a very conservative Christian person in a mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship, it's not that you don't have these fantasies. Like you know, what I mean, like I think everybody, mm-hmm. I think you know, in, in my experience, I don't know too many people that don't at least fantasize about threesomes mm-hmm. or, or, or right. you know, or experimenting. Or think that would be or, a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it is interesting that, you know, like what you're saying is, you know, mm-hmm. your your ex-husband had obviously was looking whatever he was doing. Right. right. Um, but but, you know, probably felt guilty about that and didn't want to share that with you. Mm-hmm. And then the animosity that that right. generates and the jealousy that generates. And then, you know, and it's you know, we, we talk about a lot why swinging relationships and non-monogamous relationships are so close and so you know it seems it's like a different level of relationship because you can share all that with your partner you can you can say Mm -hmm. that you know hey i have this fantasy and like hey let's watch some of that porn together and you know Mm -hmm. like that's a normal conversation to have with somebody in this type of relationship and even you and i were talking last night i mean we were talking about like a fantasy something that we would never do Mm -hmm. but it's still really nice to be able to like communicate that that is a fantasy with you in in vice versa does that make sense like mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. knowing that i can say whatever is on my mind and he's gonna love me regardless and not i'm not gonna be judged for it that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing i think yeah. with with the the lifestyle is mm-hmm. the the non-judgmental the acceptance mm-hmm. and you know it doesn't matter what your your kink is it's well, that's what you do. Yeah. You know, it's- well, and your partner is supposed to be the person that loves you regardless. You know, you should be able to tell that person. And I know personally, I've been in marriages and or not marriages, but a marriage and relationships where I could not say those things. Like mm-hmm. it would have been a knockdown, drag out fight, you that's know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so refreshing to know that no matter what I tell him, he's going to love me regardless. Mm hmm. Unless you bought something expensive. And <laughs> exactly. That's right. Well, that happens yeah. once a week. So. <laughs> you still love me. But so you know, you're saying you're in a pretty monogamous vanilla relationship. Mm-hmm. Were you? Did you have these fantasies? Were you finding an outlet for that, or did you just totally? Well, at first, I was just totally put off by it, just mm-hmm. because, and so I really didn't mm-hmm. because I was just like I, I was so hurt by what he was doing that. I just didn't see anything outside of yeah. just that's deceptive, that's not good, that's unhealthy, it makes you feel, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have, you know, too many thoughts about it. Um, although I do remember, and I think I've told you several times, I would wake up and I would have, after having dreams of like me, what I just remember specifically, I don't know why, this vivid dream that I had once where I was walking through like an auditorium or some kind of stadium or something <laughs> totally naked mm-hmm. naked and just shaking my boobs all over the place Were you just and living your best life walking through there i think so <laughs> <laughs> but i just remember that dream I think that you've probably lived out that dream now. i don't know if it's in a stadium oh, yeah. but i've seen oh, you yeah. shut your oh, stuff yeah. through lots of buildings <laughs> I'm sure once we get big enough we can get a stadium yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i saw the stadium yeah, yeah for, we can for, but, I mean, so I think that was, <laughs> we got to, we got to fulfill this dream, Mike. We yeah. got to do yep. this. Okay. But I think that was probably the extent of, you know, but so I don't think I really did have many thoughts or, you know, fantasies until um, we kind of started talking yeah. about it. I mean, I think, you know, I'm not going to talk for you, but I think based on listening to your past, there was a lot of, um, you were stifled. You were, um made to feel like anything that you did outside of normal soccer mom stuff was inappropriate. Right. I think most Mm -hmm. uh, monogamous relationships are like, in my opinion, I mean, like if you veer off at all. Yeah. And I don't think that's, you know, I think it's harder for women to, to, you know, be honest about their thoughts on some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, men are obviously probably a little Mm -hmm. more, Mm You know, I think we're allowed to be more sexual. Um, but I think that's why there's more single guys in the lifestyle too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's easier for a guy to be like, "Oh, I had a threesome." A girl is a whore if she. Oh had a yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But mm-hmm. I think all of us. I mean, I know in my, you know, I, I was in a previous marriage as well, and it, I was made to feel like that there was something wrong with me that mm-hmm. the, having those thoughts, having those fantasies, was not okay, and it like almost like you need to go get treated for that mm-hmm. if that's what you if that's what you feel right. and what you want. Right. Right. Um. So. So sounds like you met mike he right. was 
a more hey. of a sexual being than maybe he what you were the box. Hey, Dad, used yeah. to. And then he started. I let Pandora out. <laughs> <laughs> so he we're starts. I'm so glad you did, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah. He starts sharing his fantasies or just talking more open and sexual, which meant made you be a little more yeah, open. And- he, he would kind of ask like, you know, what are some fantasies that you have? And then we would talk about it. And then he would say, well, do you ever think that you would be okay um, messing around with a guy and me watching? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't even ask me to do that. And, and that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's when it started was him asking if, if I would be open to um, playing with guys. Yeah. And so, so that's, that's kind of how it started. It's interesting because we get we get that question a lot, right? Like, how do I talk to my wife? Like, you know, like I'm into this. Like, I, I think the idea of my wife playing with somebody else or, or a swapping would be hot. But how do I approach my wife? I, I know that's something that she, you know, that like I, say, I think it's something that she would be opposed to. Like, how do you approach that? So it sounds like you guys kind of went, you know, me and Lacey were in the lifestyle. So we kind of just jumped into it. It sounds like you guys kind of went through those stages. So is we went a- through them early because when we first met, we were talking a lot before we actually met, and we were actually talking naughty to each other mm-hmm. before we even physically met face to face. So, like, I had her, I coaxed her into sending me some pictures, and you know, <laughs> and that's where it started. It's just kind of <laughs> like, and it's a, it was a progression. It yeah. was like, okay, like, okay, I've pushed that boundary. What can I push next? Yeah, and so it kind of progressed, and we, you know. We had our little, you know, meet and greets that were, you know, like hot and, you know, secretive in a way because she was like not ready to let the cat out of the bag that I was with her to her family, which is cool. Um, Yeah, but I like what she said a few minutes ago. You would ask her what her fantasies were. And I think like for men or women that are listening to this that want to get in love. So that's a really good conversation starter. Well, I was... um, the way it started was like, like we said, it was like being in front of people. Then it was bringing in single men. Mm-hmm. And it was always, I always made sure she understood that this is about. He did. What mm-hmm. I, she's like, at, at first she was like, you will never be with another woman. <laughs> I will not allow that. I'm I think like, we fine. remember that conversation. I think we had that conversation. <laughs> at, Thanks at, uh, for Paradise not being Valley. my ass, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was fine with that. I was like, no, this is about, I, I like to see you. And, right. and we just kept doing that. And I let her. Find her comfort right. level. Right. So you got. You, I mean, you, you get pleasure in seeing her get pleasure. Like yes. you, you. And we moved at my pace. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the thing. It's important. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. Is I feel like that. That's how he approached it with me. Was he made me feel like it? You know, it was something that excited him to see me do. Not necessarily that it was something he's wanting to do. So mm-hmm. I wasn't. We didn't start off with me feeling like, oh, he's just wanting to mess around yeah. all these women and yeah. me just be a swinger, you know, yeah. he, he did truly make it. Right. He wasn't like trying to trick you into it. Right. Like, oh, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's explore yeah. your fantasies mm-hmm. so then I can get mine later. Or right. Something like that. Exactly. And so it kind of made me feel comfortable about it. And, um, and then when, you know, after I was with, you know, a couple of men, I realized, you know, Hey, this is not, mm-hmm. it's not something where I'm, cause at first I thought, how can you do that and not have feelings for this yeah. person? Yeah, I think that's a very common woman perspective. Yeah. It, and it even with Dan and I, it took me, it, even though I, we had both been swingers before and I'd been with couples, but it took a few times for me for that to really register in my brain. Mm-hmm. That well, you women are more emotional when it, it comes not, to There not be a connect. I mean, mm-hmm. it could just be sex and mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. So it sounds like you played with a few guys and realized, okay, I had sex with other guys yes. that weren't Mike and, and I didn't fall in love with them. Right. So this obviously is something that people can do and it's not mm-hmm. th- that crazy of a concept. Right. Yeah. And then I was more comfortable because I thought, okay, I'm not having feelings for all these guys. It's just fun. It feels good. And so I was like, and I was like, go yes. ahead, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> My plan is working. <laughs> well, but th- that being said, even, I, you know, we've, played in and around you guys several Uh times i think mike still a lot of it for him is still seeing you pleasure Mm -hmm. because you know like it seems that seems to be you know a a big part of 
you can tell like when 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 Daphne's playing, Mike a lot of times will just come and like pull up a seat and like just be there. Or and, get her like a hair bow, yeah, a condom, yeah. some lube. Yeah. Like he's right there to assist. So I definitely don't think that was a disingenuous. I think no, no, I think he no. genuinely likes watching her. I do. And then, yeah. like me and Lacey had a good time, like yeah. hanging out and at uh a Yeah, I mean there's been plenty of times that Dan and Daphne have swapped in Mike and I have not. Um I think if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know that Dan's a whore of the relationship. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> so, so him and da- him and Daphne are good partners. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just called you a whore. I think he did. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Um, so yeah, so because I, I can kind of relate, I do also like watching Dan. It does turn me on to yeah. see Dan. I like watching you too, though. I mean, that's, that's a mutual. Yeah, but you're but also usually yeah. very yeah, yeah, busy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, what can I say? <laughs> You're uh, usually occupied elsewhere. <laughs> okay, so we want to um, talk about y'all coming on TikTok. Because um, y'all have only, it is March. You only really started TikTok like in January. Beginning right? of January. Yes, and you've kind of like taken off in my opinion. Would you say so, Dan? Yeah, no, their account's been doing amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think y'all are doing wonderful. So, like, what made you decide you wanted to be, like, out there? Her fantasies? <laughs> no. Um, well, you guys, I think, helped a lot. And um, looking at just the excitement and meeting people and pushing, you know, trying to push out the whole, mm-hmm. I think, stigma of um, swinging. Yeah. And... I think we really enjoyed the way you guys were presenting it and the group was mm-hmm. presenting it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, we, me and you had talked multiple times over months, mm-hmm. you know, just like, and we had told y'all, we're like, we, you were going to do amazing. We mm-hmm. knew, you know, we knew you would, but you're like, you got to be prepared. <clears throat> Everybody's going to find out. <laughs> like, be prepared. Um, we have another friend right now that they're wanting to do the same thing and those are the same conversations that we had mm-hmm. with them or having with them now. Um, and it only it it took a little bit longer than it took for it took us like two days and then people started finding it. It took y'all like two months. Yeah, it took a while. So you've recently um, you've recently been outed, I guess is the mm-hmm. correct. I don't know yeah. if you call it outed, but self outed. So, well, because you yeah. did put yourself out there, but it, it people in your your circles have started to figure it out and mm-hmm. share the information. Yeah, it was her circles. It was yeah. her family. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. Yeah, she... Came on to um, our one of my TikToks, and this is a family member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and was messaging us mm-hmm. on TikTok, and um, first commenting under this new under this made up profile. Mean things or no, no, just no, warning, just warning, kind of. And she kept saying, "I'm very close to you," you know. And I was shocked because I was like, "Anybody that is close to me mm-hmm. would talk to me." Right. Yeah. So you I, just thought it was some internet troll and trying. I mess thought with it you. was. Kind I of, thought yeah. it was someone that I maybe knew. <laughs> yeah. But not well enough, you know, to yeah. really, you know, because uh, she said you'll you would just be defensive, and I'm like, what? 
So yeah. I, we, I really did not think it was someone as close to me as it ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they just, she just decided one day, I think I put up another t- TikTok. Well, and we, we, we followed each other so that we could um, message directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when more information started coming out. We started picking away at like, who could this be? And we were asking some questions about, Daphne's personal life and family life that not many people would know and she was she answered some things and so that's when but I didn't know who it was until my my dad told me who it was really mm-hmm. yeah so, so. and so basically she or whoever has told everyone in your family including your children at this mm-hmm. or it's gotten to everyone correct? well she told my ex-husband who then took it upon himself to go to each one of the children and my parents. And I, I don't even, even know the extent of everyone they've told. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And this is why swingers tend to stay so private, mm-hmm. right? Like literally yeah. what you just said. I mean, I do, I do get that they found out about it on TikTok, but mm-hmm. somebody could have also told someone and it went, the same thing could have happened, you mm-hmm. know, same situation. Somebody could have saw you walking in somewhere mm-hmm. and someone told. So this could happen regardless of TikTok. Oh, we've, I think. Oh, we yeah. have friends that have had that yeah. happen to them um, where they've been. Yeah. So I think this is like a really good story to hear because swingers do really struggle with this mm-hmm. of their kids finding out their parents. Like you said, your dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very scary topic for swingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, the, the, the hardest thing is, is you know, when a family member that is close to Daphne as she was does not come to you directly and talk Personally. to you, but then goes to your ex-husband. Yeah. yeah. And, like, when that happened, I decided to tell all my kids mm-hmm. and opposite reactions, like, mm-hmm. from her family, then my, like, my mm-hmm. family, all my kids were very accepting and just hey, this is your life. This is what you want to do, and stuff like that. But, and 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 I don't I don't fault anybody for that. Yeah. I just fault the fact that it had to be like there was certain information brought to a minor child that was only brought to that minor child to hurt Daphne. Yeah. So I mean, like inappropriate information about websites, stuff like that, that she would have never known. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that bothered me the most too is they didn't come to me directly. But then they spent a whole week going through every Finding bit every of inch my of dirt. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I'm to like, hurt you. if you like were truly concerned, yeah. you wouldn't have even looked at that stuff. You would have just come to me and said, Daphne, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is not good. Instead, mm-hmm. they spent a whole week going through everything. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. building so, their case. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that, I mean, it was just, it was kind of just devastating. So, yeah. I mean, and we knew that, you know, with TikTok, there's a chance it's going to get yeah. out. Yeah. We took it, as you know, yeah. to a different level other than swinging. Yeah. Like we were at that swinging level. Yeah. And then when you guys dragged us into your world. Oh, <laughs> you jumped willingly. We yes. told you. We were like, don't you do did. it. But you did. that is a different level. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is a different level. It is. You're completely correct. You're, mm-hmm. you're a thousand percent correct. Um, but I think they also go hand in hand, if you want me to be super honest. And what he's talking about is OnlyFans. Because a lot of swingers take videos. Mm-hmm. They take pictures. Yep. We share them back and forth. That is extremely common. And we're giving away all of this for free. Basically, mm-hmm. we're sending it to each other. So why not get paid for it? Mm-hmm. Why not let that fund some well, of these swing? So to me, OnlyFans and swinging coincide, in yeah. my opinion. But Well, I think it's, you know, for us anyway, and I don't, you guys can speak on what how you feel about it. It's We enjoy sharing yeah. images mm-hmm. and, and videos, and mm-hmm. we enjoy people commenting and, and saying, like, you know, that they enjoyed that, that they thought right. it was hot, that they, they thought it was sexy. I mean, that's a big, you know, part of the lifestyle. Is, it is, is a very, it's like that, the foreplay of the lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Meeting someone, getting on kick, chatting, sending, like, to me, like for women, that's empowering to like be in your 30s or be in your 40s and be able to get in lingerie and look amazing and send this to another husband who's like, damn, your wife is beautiful. Like that is that is definitely a part right. of being a swinger, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. So putting it online for people to purchase is it 
it's almost smart because you're giving it away for free. Right. You know? Yeah, it goes in line with it. But I, I mean, I get that, you know, it, there's, I get a, there's for a stigma family members associated with swinging yeah. and there's certainly just as much and probably more of a stigma associated with like sex work or, or only mm-hmm. fan, you know, any, yeah. whatever you want to label that. Mm-hmm. Right. There definitely is a stigma associated with that. Um, and, and you're right. Like, so to, to go public on TikTok about swinging and then to share images and videos on OnlyFans, it is taking it to another level. But but kind of what, to Lacey's point is it's really not anything you weren't doing yeah. before. It's <laughs> just, just in, a more, right. in a more public <laughs> yeah. forum now right. at this point mm-hmm. where more people have access to oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and two, um, say. And two, um. Um, two, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Go <laughs> <Okay>. ahead. <laughs> No, so yeah, so I I assume you, all your family knows about all of that now, and mm-hmm. so you're you're dealing with the judgment, and it sounds like there's it's a mixed reaction where some people are like, "Hey, do you like we love and support you," and then there's other people that are like, "I don't think anybody has said you do you." <laughs> well, in in experience, you know? it takes it took my family a few weeks. I mean, even though they love me and supported mm-hmm. me, I think seeing your daughter, your sister, your whoever in a that different light, they're like. What? And then mm-hmm. when they realized, oh, that's Lacey. That's the same Lacey that mm-hmm. I've known all along. They're like, oh, it's okay. She's yeah. fine. So I think it took even my family, who is extremely supportive sometimes. So I imagine somebody that's like a little bit more on the fence is probably going to take yeah a little bit more time. I mean, with Daphne's family, I don't know how to describe the the bubble that they live in. Um, and Daphne lived in that bubble, mm-hmm. the bubble of Knoxville. And um, it's hard because I have watched and heard and experienced how everybody in her life has told her how you should live your life. Yeah. You, of course, you have your parents and they're going to do that. But then you have your your husband for 22 years telling you exactly how you should present yourself and what you should be doing in your life. And then you have other family members that – and then when – Someone like me comes along and allows her to be who she wants to be. And yeah, I'm the catalyst. I I will admit that. I have let the cat out of the bag, the Pandora's box open. Um, right. You've simply encouraged her that, hey, you're a sexual being. You're hot. You're sexy. If you mm-hmm. want to share that, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Dressing and being who she wants to be without judgment, without um, fear of, you know, retribution. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Do you think that you are catching blame for it? Yes. As far as, because I felt like, I felt like, not for very long, but I felt a like a lot of, a lot of my family and yeah. friends thought, oh my God, Dan's just like, mm-hmm. like changed our, and I felt defensive over him because I knew it wasn't him. And so do you feel that way? Like, do you want to take up for Mike? Are you like, no, no, you know, like, or you're just like, yeah, it's all his fault. <laughs> No, 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 I'm just making. No. no, so initially, I mean, we're we're just in a month. Uh, I'm sorry, a week. Right. And, this is all and, fresh. And this is all so it's still fresh. still really fresh. So the the approach that I took was, um, I let them voice what they felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just said, ask me any questions. Tell me how you feel. You know, that kind of thing. Because I feel like that a lot of the my family needs me, they need me to hear them. Mm-hmm. And what on for whatever level that might be in helping me or whatever for them, I think. I don't know if I said that word right. Um, I felt like they needed to be able to voice how they felt in order to try to help me if they, yeah. you know, yeah. if there was help. Sure. So I didn't want to for argue them to with them. to feel like they're helping yes. you. Yes. Yeah, I didn't want to argue with them. I didn't want to sit and plead my case with them at that mm-hmm. point. I didn't ever say, no, I'm not doing this. I didn't say, I'm going to quit doing this. I never said, you know. Um, the only one that really said something um, was the minor. Yes. Your minor daughter Is said it was my fault. It was, he's but, changed But I know. You. I know I want, that they're blaming me. Yeah. She just said... He's changed you. I want my mom back. That yeah. kind of thing. Well, that's an easy um, blame. You know, it's yeah. like. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's an yeah. easy blame. So I didn't really, I mean, of course I said no, it's yeah. not Mike, but I didn't argue with anyone. Yeah. I didn't try to say you're wrong. I didn't try to say 
your opinion doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. I just let them say what they wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, from now on, I'll, I'll start building on that. We have a family so. event coming up and we're going to let that happen. My her, son's uh, getting married. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to be dealing with it, you know, them. Yeah. And I just, there's no rush in dealing with it. We'll deal with it. Yeah. Later. You have forever yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. So I just, like I said, I felt like I needed to let them, their voices be heard about it. And, um, and so here we are. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's been hard. Um, oh, I and, can and, imagine. So I think, so and obviously we've all been outed on TikTok basically. Yeah. And so uh, people that are like, listen to this are probably like, well, duh. I mean, like mm-hmm. if you put your faces on TikTok, it's going to happen. And even though Dan and I, and I'm sure y'all did too, communicated every step of the way, yep. we knew what we were getting into. We knew putting our faces... Knowing that and getting those first few phone calls, it, it doesn't matter how much you can prepare yourself when you see your mama or your daddy or whoever calling you. Um, it, it's a hard pill to swallow. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. And it, it's also kind of, um, I guess because we're talking about like our sexuality and stuff like that. I, for me as a female, I almost felt like maybe a tad bit violated even though I put out all of the information but I felt like everybody around me was talking about who I'm fucking or who I'm sleeping with or what I'm doing I don't know it's just a really weird situation Mm -hmm. it's just and coming from a lifestyle where you're you're basically taught to keep it private and not talk about it Mm -hmm. to then be thrown in the deep end it's just it's so different right so I totally, I know exactly how you feel. And it's been, it's been hard to watch personally because we know how hard it is and it makes us sad for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really does. It's been hard. And yeah. I mean, like I said, you guys told us, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why it did take me a while to. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> to be willing to do it. Um, And, you know, I do remember you saying, you know, you're going to, they're going to find out. They're yeah. going to find out. But you know what? You really don't. Yeah, understand you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, you're the magnitude you, of it, mm-hmm. and you don't feel like okay, little old me is really going to reach yeah. anyone. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm over here in Georgia doing my thing. They're not going to see what's go- you know, and so yeah. I didn't really think that it was going to happen that fast. Um, but it did. So here we are, and yeah. I mean, not that any of them have said at all it's okay or do yeah. your thing. It's more or less. Okay, this is what you're doing. Yeah, well, well that's kind of good though. You don't want them to say, yeah. "Don't you know?" I mean, yeah. So, um, what my one of my sons totally just, mom, I don't even want to talk about this, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And then one of them was obviously very upset and didn't want to speak to me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my my minor, of course, is just, I think she's she's pretty devastated, but she also has her dad right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's feeding her, her thoughts and And her opinions. And she's also at the age where everything in life is devastating, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think that is part of it. And it's funny because she was the one that was constantly sending me pictures and stuff and comments. Mom, these guys at score are saying you're a MILF. This was before she knew. This is before she knew. And I would be like, what is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's and she funny. would say, mom, they, you know, but then when reality really set yeah. in and she thought, oh my goodness, my mom is really doing some of this stuff. <laughs> I think she was like, yeah, it's one thing you know, for the people to think that your mom's hot. It's another for your mom to actually be doing stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. So putting yourself out yeah. there. And- so it's been, it's been, it's been hard. So I don't know. We're dealing yeah, we're and I think there. Mike has dealt with a lot of the oh, the brunt of mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's similar. I mean, yeah. Lacey, you know, when when it all happened to us, I think you know, it, it's natural for her to she, she put a lot of the blame on me. Like you convinced me to do this, you talked me into this, like you didn't protect me, like you know, and, and it's that's a hard you know coming from you know my side and Mike's side. That's a hard you know as a man like that's <laughs> you feel like us. it's your duty yeah. to protect, mm-hmm. and you know when you see your partner hurting. You know, you want to fix it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know for me and Lacey and probably similar for you guys, like, we did talk about it. We agreed on this. We, you know, like, maybe that, was I pressuring some of it? Pro- maybe, probably, right? Likely. Mm-hmm. But uh, we definitely was consensual the, ho- the was. whole time. Mm-hmm. And, and even since, and even just, now. I couldn't blame anybody. Right. You it's know? Got somebody has mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's got, 
you just yeah. want to put the blame somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and for me, I don't honestly. I for me, it was more. I didn't expect him to really fix anything. Mm-hmm. I just wanted him to understand. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think I had the heart. See, I'm. He wanted to fix it because mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah. Well, I'm a guy. Number yeah. one, we want to fix stuff, but I'm also from the north, northeast, yeah. and I just speak my mind. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. We have very, very similar situations. You yeah. know, yeah. it's everybody, everybody in my family was the ones, no, and his didn't. And I was the one catching all the hell and having to have all the conversations. Mm-hmm. And he was just over there like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, it's not going to be fine. I yeah. can't even go to baseball. I can't even walk. You know, they're yeah. all, they all know every, every time. I step out of this house, I have to assume Mm -hmm. that everyone that I see has seen it, has knows, and it's, it, it wears on you. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess my, my hardest thing is, um, like I said, like I said, is that, um, I see how her family reacts and there was like one comment that you're not living up to your children's expectations. Oh, my daughter said that. My 13-year-old daughter said that to me in text. And then her brother was like, you're not happy. I know you're not happy. It's like, how can another human being ever know what another human being is feeling? And yes, people do change. And I get it. I get that she has changed from who she was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my thing is, is I see her in a different light than her family does because I see her in a light that I said, be who you want to be. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, from, from our perspective, we also got a lot of the, like, well, you're going to make me look bad. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly, like, yep. you know, it's, it's not that they're worried about you. It's, it's, well, how is your image is going to ruin my mm-hmm. image? Right. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I hate about all this is this, it's all this fake make believe, like I have to seem like the perfect person and I have to, you know, like I have to have this standing within my community and I want people to look at me a certain way and, and I want them to think that I, you know, I have this perfect life and, you know, perfect marriage and, yeah. and everything's hunky dory and, and oh my gosh, if somebody comes in and they they tarnish that, and you 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 know like if people are spreading rumors about whatever my sister, my mom, my you know insert you mm-hmm. know verbiage there, they're not really worried about you, but they're worried about well somebody can talk about me now because they heard a rumor about you and you're associated with me, so that means that my little perfect bubble could get ruined because of you. Right. You know what I mean? And that that that's a like I don't know, it's a hard yeah. thing for me to. Except, you know, like yeah. you're not, you're, you're not really concerned about me. Yep. You're concerned about yourself, you know, like. How is this going to make our family look right. Daphne? Yeah. 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 And even, you know, that kind of reminded me of a conversation that I had with my ex when he found out, um, you know, it, it was almost like now my son was in danger or now he was, you know, he was going to be, you know, like. But the reality was, is that we had been doing this for years. Exactly. Like, I was the same person the day he found out about it that I was a year before that. Like, I was, like, nothing had changed Mm -hmm. there. You know, I had never run anyone into the home. I had never, um, like, dropped him off so we could go fuck someone. Mm -hmm. You know, I had never locked him in his bedroom so I could go TikTok live. (laughs) You know, nothing had changed. I was still the same Lacey from before that I was. He just knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. That was the only difference, that he just knew about it. Right. Well, that's what they told That's what my daughter told me, that I was now no longer able to have her visit without supervision. Which is that, like crazy that I'm somebody like, would think that's okay. That's not how it works. You no. have to go to a court. You have to go in front of a judge and a judge makes that decision. But I'm like, literally, you had no idea. Like you said, yeah. to your point, you had no idea we were doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We weren't like having you come watch in the bedroom while I we do, were doing I a think threesome. people think I mean, that. Like, do, I mean, like, I genuinely <laughs> think that people think that we're like such sex-driven creatures yeah. that we're going to be fucking with a kid in the room <laughs> or like banging our head yeah. against the, the wall and the kid's hearing it. And I get it's guilty like, when my dog's in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, at the end of the day, we're, we're like mothers first mm-hmm. and wives and, and good people mm-hmm. who just happen to like hot sex behind closed doors. Right. That doesn't make you a bad person. You can be a good mom and like mm-hmm. to get fucked really hard. Like those, you can be the same person. Mm. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, 
<laughs> and we've, we talk about this a lot. And, you know, I know, you know, Mike, you're open about having a military background. You know, yep. other communities have gone through these same struggles of, of coming kind of out of the closet, so to speak, and being judged by, you know, the military used to be don't ask, don't tell. Right. right. You could be gay in the military. You just couldn't tell anybody that you were gay. And if you told somebody, all of a sudden, then it was a problem. Oh, right? yeah. And yeah. Like, if you look back on like those, that type of policy, like, how, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, how does that, like, what does that have to do with anything? You know what I mean? Like, if you're either gay or not, and who gives a fuck, right? Right. right. I think that's kind of how swingers are. Right. You can be a swinger, just nobody can know right. about Right. And that's yeah. the mentality that I think a lot of people we encounter have. Like, I don't care what you do behind closed doors, but oh my God, you're on TikTok and you're mm-hmm. talking about yes. it. Yes. Like, that's... You, you, so suddenly that makes you a bad person, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, no, we're, we're on TikTok and we're on, you know, we have a podcast and we're, you know, because there are other people out there that want and need information, right? And when something's as underground as swinging is, a lot of the people that stumble into it have terrible experiences because they have nowhere to turn to and yes. nobody, to, mm-hmm. nobody to coach them, nobody to mentor them, nobody to answer the mm-hmm. questions that people have. And it's not that non-monogamy doesn't exist. And, and the fact that, there can't be people out there that are willing to share um, their experiences and, and offer advice and, and be really a community to answer questions, you know, and, and I assume that's a lot of the same things that, you know, some of these other communities went through, you know, obviously we don't like to compare it because, you know, they were faced violence and they yes. faced, you know, yes. lots of bigger, you know, concerns. They Social marry issues, yeah. Right. There are a lot, there's other issues associated with it, but some of these minute issues that we're dealing with are probably similar problems. And, and I, I really hope, that our lifestyle is on that same journey. That uh-huh. someday people are going to be like, who cares? Swingers? Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Like, uh-huh. people, who whoever people want to fuck in their yeah. bedroom, they can fuck in their bedroom. Right. As right. long as they're not hurting or harming anybody and they're not doing anything illegal, uh-huh. like, like have at it. It doesn't affect you as a mom. It doesn't affect you as an employee. It doesn't affect, you know, and right. I, I think we've proven that over and over again with every kind of, you know, different lifestyle that's kind of come out and gone through this this journey you know whether it's lgbtq transgender you know whoever it is that it it really if it it doesn't affect your job directly why Mm -hmm. people are trying to you know control social norms within policy for you know all that stuff i don't and now it's just happening quicker because of the internet Yeah. yeah like before the internet like i'm sure it was quite a lot different for swingers and lgbtq and all that to you know, find their people and mm-hmm. be comfortable, but that's the double-edged sword. That's, right. you know, we're in the internet world, we're social media driven, we're, you know, um, everything trends and all that. So it's easier and it's quicker. Mm-hmm. It's just a quicker process to put it out there as well as to be found out. Yeah, I think it's like you're saying, you know, a combination of social media and then you put COVID in there where we've all been at home and on the Internet. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, I think that's, you know, for us, that's when TikTok kind of exploded. And I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the creators we've talked to that are, are swingers, seems like they all kind of stumbled into it at the same time around the time wow. of COVID and started making videos and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's definitely a thing. Now, you know, from our perspective, from, you know, the Discord server, the, the website, it's it's, it's all exploding, you know. I mean, the, yes. the, the rate at which our community is growing, and when I say our community, I mean the, you know the, the swing nation, the swing nation, and the swinger society, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty phenomenal to see the amount of growth in the last year ish, mm-hmm. depending on which website you're talking about. Um, but I think it's, it's 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 a good thing. It's a it's a positive thing. I think you know you guys being on TikTok, making your videos, sharing your story, talking about you know, what you've experienced, you know, there's going to be thousands of people that listen to this and can probably, you know, mm-hmm. relate or maybe going through something similar or have these fears, you know, they're not, they're not, you know, open or they're not doing this because they have these types of fears. I think, I think all that's important. And, you know, I think it's, you know, I know it's hard what you guys are going through right now. And it's, I'm sure you've had long nights and, and oh, lots, yeah. lots of it not sleep. It gets easier and- if I can, if I can offer any advice, just like personally to you or who, anybody else who, you know, is afraid of being outed. It was hard. Like we were right where you were. And I was like, I, like, oh, we I were, wanted I mean, to quit. We, we I wanted quit. We, to, we deleted TikTok you know, and quit it, for a while. Then it, at some point enough people knew that the cat was out, you know? Mm-hmm. So then it was like, well, why not make money? Why not spread awareness? If everybody knows at this point, we cannot, there, there's no way to put this back in the back. Like it's, it's out, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I will say, I guess we started getting out in probably May, June, That's July, about, like, you know, that. Year now. so now however long it's been, it is nice to be able to just freely be us. Um, my, my biggest thing is 
if we stop, we're admitting that we've done something yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. And that was my message to Lacey. It's like, yep. essentially, you're you're letting them control you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is who you are. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you could try to change and you could try to conform to what people society wants us to be. But you're not going to be happy doing that. You, you weren't happy. You know, you tried to do that for, mm-hmm. you know, seven years in your marriage. I tried to do it for 13 years in my marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I was not happy in that, that situation. I wish I could be. I'd like to be, you know, but it, it just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, to try to conform to society just to to make people happy that are judging me for things that really have nothing to do with them, I just don't I don't see that as the right right answer. Now I'm not trying to and persuade I, you to. Yeah. Well, and now I feel like if people like I was so worried about people judging me for being a swinger, where now I'm like, if those people want to judge me for being a swinger, fuck them. Right. You know, that's kind of where well, I'm at now. I mean, like, not necessarily the people that I love and care for, right. you know, but I'm talking about the people that on the outskirts of mm-hmm. those, you know, the people that are just talking behind my back and stuff like that. Like, if they're really, I would rather them not like me for being a swinger than like me for being someone that I'm not truly, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. And um, I get the way right. Daphne is, like, she's got to kind of walk a, a fine line between. Yeah. You know, her children, it's your family, it's your children. I'm different. I have family. I've let them know. But I'm also not really in an area that I've been in Georgia since 2008. My hometown, I mean, it probably would have been the same reaction. Yeah. Same for Dan. But I'm not there now. So Mm -hmm. it's a little easier and you've got, you know, uh, an ex-spouse that's like couldn't couldn't spread this quick enough. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll say, you know. everybody's at first everybody's shocked yeah and then everybody's concerned yeah and then everybody's like the stages of grief (laughs) yeah and then everybody's curious Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the people that matter start coming out back on board and yeah and and, you know that was kind of the process i think and then it's like old news and then you know some of them are asking you questions how they get signed up for websites and stuff like and you're like wait where's that going (laughs) six months ago you were like like, for real i've had family members like hey like we're not swingers, but we like to invite girls sometimes, you know, so like. What does that mean? Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, of course, I'm never going to tell their names and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. So it gets better if that's any advice to you. Um, I think it started to already. Like one of your sons has already reached back out and is communicating with you like within a week. Yeah. 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 I think it is an, time. Yeah, it's a, it's a shock. I mean, yeah. like, I totally get that. I mean, it is. Especially your mama. Especially to a boy, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. And um, I think the hardest thing with your daughter is that she's got someone else in her ear mm-hmm. feeding her what she feels yeah, is. Yeah, you almost she's need a kid. to, to break. She has a kid-sized emotions yeah. and yeah. a kid-sized brain and you right. can't really, yeah. Yeah. Right. You almost need to break her away from that. Well, yeah, well and I hard. told her, I because she, she, she got to, when it first happened, she was communicating with me nonstop, yeah. like for the entire day. The entire <laughs> day I was getting just bombarded by text from her. And then um, she went through the whole, she's trying to save her mama thing. So yeah. she was sending me like little memes of, you know. Yeah different things and um and then she saw a picture on something that we didn't know was going to have my last name on it yeah the paypal for some reason i didn't Uh, i didn't change and she sent sent me a picture of that and i was like quit looking Mm -hmm. quit looking at it yeah you know Mm -hmm. you don't need to go on the sites stop looking for what i'm doing you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think that just kind of aggravated her. So I haven't really heard back from her. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. It's whatever. I know. Well, I feel like, thank y'all for talking to us. Because I feel like TikTok has really um, wrapped their arms around you. Like, mm-hmm. even in our lives, they're like, how is Daphne and Daddy Mike? Like, when we told people we were going to say, they're like, give them a big hug. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, I know your story is, like, hard. But I think... You've been very open and sharing and being very transparent. And I think that TikTok has recognized that. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a lot of loyal people that care. I know you get a lot of hate. We all do. But yeah. there are definitely people. There are definitely people that care about y'all yeah. and um, are behind you 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, right. For sure. Yeah. 
Or we love them all. Because we kept our our stuff pretty private for the most. I mean, like, we talked about it some, but we didn't. Um, well, we, yeah, we, we deleted it for like a week. And then we started new and just kind of pretended like it never happened. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, we, we just kind of pretended. We didn't really go through the emotions with TikTok. We and you all kind of have, yeah. which I love. I think you'll probably have a more loyal fan base because they're going to see you at your worst and your best. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah. yeah. I mean, if we had to do it all over again, I would absolutely do it the way mm-hmm. that y'all are doing it. Yeah, because, I mean, I threw a fit and was like, shut it all down, mm-hmm. I quit. I oh, did. That happened. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I put I too much it. effort into this. I exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I said. And We then, slowed it down. We've slowed it down this week. She hasn't posted much, but a few things. But yeah. Well, I think y'all also have our entire group behind you, and mm-hmm. you have people to lean on yeah. we uh, we didn't have anybody yeah. really yeah. we were like brand there was new. no swing talk yeah we were just like what the hell are we doing mm-hmm. um so i think that yeah that know. would have been hard i don't yeah. know that i could have emotionally handled that if i didn't have yeah the group of people that we have in the community that we mm-hmm. have that have been so supportive you because you can just call somebody yeah and they can totally mm-hmm. know what you're going mm-hmm. through and yeah. it's it's so, very yeah, helpful for every listen so we have a swing talk you know, most of the swing talk creators we have a text group and yep. mm-hmm. and you know when this happened uh, they've all been oh, kind yes. of trying Very to support Daphne and Mike and mm-hmm. they've all you know there's some crazy stories you know they've mm-hmm. all like gone through some you know Malia they did an intervention on on her when <laughs> yeah, it happened I'm, I mean they like a le- legitimate yeah. intervention <laughs> you know still so, waiting on that, yeah. so I mean not. it's you're definitely not alone um yeah. in what you're going yeah. through but We've I know it doesn't make it any easier it's definitely well it's funny because you know that's why I feel like that we are so close to the, you know, this core group of friends that we have because people have reached out to me even yeah. privately yeah. Mm-hmm. from the group and yeah. said, Hey, I'm just checking on mm-hmm. you. Not one other person that I have been close with in, in my life, family. Yeah. yeah. Have reached out to yeah. me right. and said, yeah, I know that you're, you're, you're some saying of the best like people. vanilla friends that you knew right. like mm-hmm. your whole life. Right. But yeah. know, that know that you're know going through this. Now I do have friends that have, so I do have a couple of girls that I'm friends very close with and know about it. And they have checked on me. Yeah. But I'm talking about the other ones that are so quick to judge. Yeah. But yet, right. because they're so concerned, mm-hmm. but then yet they've not called to say, hey, right. I know we don't really agree with you, but we know that you're having a hard time. Right. If you're concerned, yeah. be concerned exactly. for yeah. me, and not just not concerned one, about. Not one. Right. Not one. So yeah. that's been that's been hard. Like, so. the, like the attitude that, well, you put yourself in this position. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. your fault. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's no. terrible. It still hurts, though. Yeah. Even though you knowingly put yourself out there, you you knew what you were getting into until until you have that call from your that daddy. That first text or, or that your, call. <laughs> yeah, or your son, whoever. It's, nobody can prepare that right. for you. Which is funny because her dad, which is the one that has been... Not supportive, He's not but, supportive but at all. not as not judgmental mm-hmm. to a point where which is pretty awesome because he's the pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's the way he should be. It, right. Absolutely, no, it is. That's yeah. the he way walks he the walk be. and talks the talk. Yeah, that's right. awesome. Well, that's you know when all these religious people online jump on us, it's like mm-hmm. you're yeah. not even following your own faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. it is good that yeah, that's, so. that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's what her side of her daughter's father is like is. He's a Christian in church and just not even close to being an outside of church. Well, yeah. Many well, he times, wasn't with me, so. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you, what, you going to keep chugging along? What do you, you're thinking about it? You guys are still playing it by ear? What do you, what do you think? You're going to. Um, no, we're, we, we've not. Daddy sh- Mike said no. He said he's not oh, shutting it down. He did. <laughs> and and it, as a lot of people know, he went and did a live. I know. Uh, that against night, yeah. Lacey Knows. We, me and her were, t- uh, were I texting texted, on the side. I texted her and I was like. <laughs> she heard you say Lacey in the live. And then next thing I know, she was texting me. She was like, how many people are in the live? <laughs> She could have gone on my my. my I didn't want to give you that TikTok. satisfaction. <laughs> like three thousand. No, I think it was only like five hundred. Oh, there was a lot in there for a while. That was the first night that oh. we went back live. Yeah. There was three thousand. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I was just totally. I mean, it's okay. He he needed to to do what he needed to do, mm-hmm. and I've come to terms with that. I wanted, I wanted just peace and quiet and just to step away from it and you know not to rattle the cage so to speak Mm -hmm. you know because I didn't know who was watching and I didn't want them to feel like oh 
She's you like, know? fuck y'all. I'm going to yeah. do whatever I want to yeah. do. Yeah, so I just wanted yeah. to let, you know, it just, and so, but he, I mean, he did what he did and I'm fine. Well, in hindsight, I wish we would not have taken our stuff down. Um, I get it. Yeah, it was just, I don't know what I thought that was going to fix, but I did feel like it was going to mm-hmm. do something. It didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cat was out of the bag. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And you're never going to stop people from from getting yeah. away into your 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 TikToks and your mm-hmm. Instagram. No. And no. like, there's just, it's just right. too easy to yeah. like oh, yeah. make fake profiles. And no, that, it's it's on them. Like, <clears throat> it, you know, the information's there. If they don't want to see it, they need to not, they need to block, right. block you. Exactly. But if, if they're going to keep digging and, and that's a vicious, you know, cycle because they're going to find something that they don't like and then they're going to text mm-hmm. it to you. And, yeah. You know, like it, yeah. it's yeah. a never ending, you know, like, but, yeah. so. but that's on them. It's not, you know, that's well, not I'm on glad you. y'all are staying because we yeah. love y'all on Swing Talk or Swinger yeah. Society. Yep, and Swinger Society. We think that y'all are amazing. And like, I'm always proud. I'm like, we've known them forever. <laughs> like whenever yep. anybody said, like, we, we knew, we them, knew first. them before they were famous. We knew them first. <laughs> oh, gosh. We need them first, so yeah. yeah. Just yeah. remember us. So. Yeah, no, we remember will. us. I'll, I'll, I'll sign some autographs later. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I'll let you sign my fresh boobs. How about All right, that? awesome. <laughs> I'll let you sign my ass cheek. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you guys want to share with the the nation of swingers out there that are that are listening to you? No, just do your thing and be proud of it and be happy you're doing it. It's who you are and who you want to be and. That's what I get to say. Good. Daphne? Um, nothing. I just, I mean, I'd like to say I, I appreciate everybody's support. Yes, so absolutely. That's been, that's been nice. Cause like I said, I could not have handled it if I hadn't had, yeah. you know, the, the strong support of, of everyone on our, our group and, you know, yeah. swing, um, TikTok and Swinger Society, Swinger Society and all that stuff. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Well, well, we love y'all. Thanks Thank for sharing you. your story. I know this was like a hard conversation. It's so fresh and new. So we really appreciate y'all. Yeah. Sitting Thank you down for with having us. us. I think yeah, it helps. It's been fun. Yeah. It does yeah. help to talk it about talk. it. Mm-hmm. Time on is always good. So we're about to go um, go swimming. Yeah. I just realized I don't think I brought trunks. Well, I good can, thing you're a whore. Me and, me, and, <laughs> me, and, uh, me and Daphne will be naked together. <laughs> That's not, not the first time. time. <laughs> <laughs> It won't be the only time tonight, babe. I hope so. (laughs) All right. On that note, in a world full of apples. Be a pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.